0: Welcome everyone to an episode of the Blade Hockey Podcast, episode 98. Um, Today, we are going to go talk about some deadline stuff along with, um, yeah, I guess just some deadline stuff and and not even necessarily being like, oh, what each team should do other than um, just kind of like rehashing old shit in the sense of kind of really saying what I really want uh, teams that I'm really following uh, to do uh, by the deadline on Monday. Um, as there's already been a lot of trades being done, uh, as of, as of now. Um, but we'll get into that, but that is also why we're going to do, um, the standings run up first, uh, so we can get that out of the way. Now, I usually will have the, I will pull the standings from, uh, before games, were initiated i didn't do get to do that today um i actually pulled it about an hour ago of recording so like nine at night so i mean they're fairly settled um and even if they weren't uh settled they're they're basically ain't going to change anything and honestly not from the previous week i didn't have to change other than updating all of their current uh records uh, for each of the teams, I didn't have to change any standing of Lockhart or anything other than the West. And that's particularly in the Pacific Division. It's the only one I had to change. Um, so with that said, diving into the Atlantic Division. Montreal Canadiens, still the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, with a record of 16, 36, and 9. Buffalo Sabres, 7th place, with a record of 20, 33, and 8. Once again, uh, Ottawa Senators, still 6th place, with a record of 22, 34, and 5. The Detroit Red Wings, still 5th place, with a record of 25, 29, and 7. The Boston Bruins, still the first wild card in the Eastern Conference, and still 4th place in the Atlantic Division, with a record of 38, 19, and 5. The Toronto Maple Leafs, still 3rd place, uh, with a record of 39, 17, and 5, although Boston's coming up on their heels Uh, the bookie man is awoken um then bay lightning still second place with a record of 39 15 and 6 and lastly still a wagon of a team the florida panthers with a record of 41 14 and 6 still first place and you'll be it just won't be the last time you hear of the florida panthers on this episode uh metropolitan division still eighth place with the record of Nineteen thirty-one and eleven is the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, also notable um, that yesterday, uh, as on Saint Patty's Day, uh, Claude Giroux uh, he played in his 1,000th NHL game as a Flyer, and in the NHL as a whole. So, congrats to Claude Giroux as he now will no longer be playing for the team because I will be suspecting that he will be getting moved, and they wanted to wait until after that milestone to do so. So there you go. Congrats to Claude Giroux either way. Uh, Seventh place, still New Jersey with a record of 22, 34, and 5. The New York Islanders still sixth place with a a record of uh, 25, 24, and 9. The Columbus Blue Jackets still fifth fifth place with a record of 31, 28, and 3. Um uh, the washington Capitals still fourth place with the record of 35 18 and 10 and still hold the second wild card in the eastern conference the new york rangers still third place with a record of 38 18 and 5 the pittsburgh penguins uh with a record of 37 16 and 9 still second place in the pacific division and lastly not in the pacific the metropolitan division and first place and uh, the Metropolitan Division is still the Carolina Hurricanes with a record of 41, 14, and 6. The Central Division, uh, still Central Division. Uh, Arizona, still Arizona, but I got to love them. Freaking Kachina jerseys, baby. The Kachinas uh, with a record of 20, 36, and 4. Uh, Chicago Blackhawks, still seventh place with a record of 22, 30, and 9. The Winnipeg Jets, still sixth place with a record of 28, 24, and 10. Uh, the Dallas Stars still fifth place with a record of 33 23 and 3. Um, fourth place with the record of 35 22 and 4 and hold the first wild card in the Western Conference is the Nashville Predators. The Minnesota Wild with a record of 35 20 and 4 still third place. The St. Louis Blues still somehow, some way. Second place in the Central Division with a record of 34, 17, and 9. And lastly, the Colorado Avalanche, still first place with a record of 43, 13, and 5. And yeah, there you go. And Pacific Division, the only division that actually had any movement. Uh, The Seattle Kraken, still the Seattle Kraken, uh, still not where I slated them to be at the beginning of the season. Uh, 18, 38, and 6 is their record. 7th seven, uh, place goes to San Jose uh, with a record of 26, 26, and 8. The, Anah- the Anaheim Ducks with 6th place uh, with a record of 27, 25, and 11. The Va- Vancouver Canucks still 5th place with a record of 30, 25, and 7. 4th uh, place. Now, this brings a real big, horrible heartbreak to my heart. Uh, for the first time, I think the season. Um other than when they had their big old freaking injury bug uh, at the beginning of the season. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights are now the second wild card in the Western Conference uh, with a record of 33, 26, and four, dropping down one spot from third to fourth place. Um, and, the wa- and as we talk about wagons, now this is a wagon that the wheels are falling off of, uh, <laughs> to say the least. Um, and it was apparently uh, announced that uh robin leonard is now i guess out for us this season with a patella injury uh so hey um is it about time for them to swallow their pride and be knocking on mark andre florida's door and be like listen we we fucked up uh let's can we uh please can we please reconcile please and thank you um, I know we were really stupid for trading you when you just won a fucking Vesna, but hey, we learned our lesson. Not even necessarily that we learned our lesson per se, but because, you know, for nostalgia's sake, come on, you know, let's put some butts in seats, uh, let's make some money. Uh come on. Um, but yeah, Vegas Golden Knights and fucking free fall. The hell, guys, the hell. Uh the Edmonton Oilers. Third place in the division. What the fuck? Come on. Hell. Uh, with a record of 34, 23, and 4. Uh jumping up one spot from fourth to third. The LA Kings. Uh, remember when they were supposed to be in a rebuild? I remember. Pepper, you know, yeah, the member berries member. Um, with a record of 34, 21, and 8. Uh, still second place. And still first place with the record of 37, 16, and 7 is the Calgary Flames. Um, Still your Pacific division leader now. I'm going to do the old ad break as I usually do on the old uh, podcast side of things, at least audio only version. And I want to get back. We'll talk the trades. Uh, we'll talk other news as well as uh, what partic- in particular uh, the Blues and maybe even the Golden Knights, what they need to do to uh, maybe right their ships as it may. All right, now we're back um so uh, we'll save trades for last so first off san jose sharks um even though they're not in a playoff uh race anymore uh or even if they were um ever um they're not now um they actually let me move my notes to where it's on the same screen i don't know why i have it set up that way uh the San Jose Sharks have re-signed their captain, Thomas Hurdle. Um, on, no. Couture is their captain. I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, they re-signed uh Thomas Hurdle though to an eight-year deal, 65.1 million with an average annual value of 81. Uh 8.1375 million dollars. Uh has no, has a full no movement clause in the first three seasons, followed by a limited no trade in the final five. Um. There you go. Uh, other news: Toronto Maple Leafs uh, forward Austin Matthews suspended for two games for cross-checking uh, this past Monday uh, at their Heritage game uh, out wherever they were playing against Buffalo Sabers. Uh, cross-checking uh, Rasmus Dahlin uh, during that game, so he, as we look up the calendar um I'm pretty sure by now he's good to go he's good to play again uh da, 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 let's look up the old Toronto Maple Leafs um so that occurred at where in the hell yeah so you yeah, have yesterday's game he's good to go so he's able to play on Saturday in Nashville um so there you go. And other news also, Alexander Ovechkin now officially sits alone at the third place of a uh, third place spot in the all-time goals scoring list, uh, eclipsing Yarmir Yager in 767 goals um, and counting. So that gap for 892, 894. I shortchanged him. I shortchanged the great one. Two goals. Uh, eight ninety four is the record, and uh, it's it's within reach as long as he you know it still keeps up a a pretty good twenty five plus goal pace for the next couple of seasons. Yeah, you know, he's got it in the bag, man. He's got it in the bag. Um, but yeah, now let's talk trades here. Let's talk trade deadline, and let's talk about the chaos that's ensuing right now. So. We already went over the standings roundup. We already know kind of like who's in the playoff bubble right now. So if in case you forgot or in case you skipped, well, let me just tell you, uh, Florida, Tampa, Toronto, Boston, Carolina, Pittsburgh, Rangers and the Capitals all in the East. In the West, Avalanche, Blues, Wild and the Predators, uh, along with the Flames, Kings, Oilers and the Golden Knights, all in the fold right now. Uh, if the playoffs started today, that's that's your thing right there. So as I mentioned, all those teams, don't be surprised that you hear some. As I say, there's trades to be had. Um, and honestly, it's very surprising to me, though, strikingly surprising how many inter-division, let alone conference, division trades there has been example the Minnesota Wild straight up trades uh, Tyson Yost defenseman Tyson Yost uh, no Minnesota acquires Tyson Yost from the Colorado Avalanche in exchange for Nico Sturm so that's a hockey trade there and it's inter uh, the inter divisional and you don't see that a lot you don't, you don't honestly see that a lot um, along with the Florida Panthers acquiring defenseman Ben Sherratt, the big, the big fish that everyone wanted. Um, I know he was tied at least uh, St. Louis Blues me, uh, sports media have been all on the Ben Sherat train. Well, that train has since left the station there guy as the Florida Panthers become even more of a wagon for uh, acquiring Ben Sherratt in exchange for prospect Ty uh, Smilinik, a fourth-round pick in 2022 and a first-round pick in 2023. Now, that's a big haul for a guy that's a UFA at the end of the season. Um, but uh, I suppose there's worse things to uh, spend your assets on than uh, potentially winning your first Stanley Cup in the franchise history. I would know. I saw my team do it in 2019. Um so there you go. You never know. You never know. Um, Kraken, Seattle Kraken acquired a 2022 second round pick, uh, which was acquired from Florida, uh, and, ex- and a 2023 third round pick, and a 2024 seventh round pick from the Calgary Flames in exchange for Ford Collie Yarn Croak. So we got some uh, sandpaper, some uh, depth there, uh, a lot for Cali Yonkroke, but hey, if the Flames are willing to pay and they really want them, you know, there you go. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning today uh, acquired forward Brendan Hagel, a 2022 fourth round pick and a 2024 fourth round pick from the Chicago Blackhawks in exchange for a 2023 first round pick, a 2024 fourth round pick. And forward Tyler Radish and forward Boris Kachok. Um, so Tampa Bay and Chicago making some deals. Brandon Hagel, solid guy. Um, to add to the freaking lethal, you know, combination that is the Tampa Bay Lightning team. Um, yeah. Uh, New York Rangers acquired Ford uh, Frank Vitrano from the Panthers in exchange for a fourth-round pick in the 2022 draft. So, player for pick, not that big. And the Anaheim Ducks acquired Drew Hellison and a 2023 second-round pick from Colorado in exchange for Josh Manson. This team doesn't need any more firepower, and they keep getting it. How are they getting away with this? Joe Sackett, what are you doing? What wizardry do you have? What what blackmail do you have on these freaking uh, general managers to be able to do this? But, yeah, so that is your current trades as it stands, at least, yeah, for, yeah, trades. Um, but we uh, await the busy, what could be a busy day on monday um and i am off i am off on monday so depending on if any how, how the day shakes out i will i will i will try i will try i'm not gonna promise you but i will try to do some sort of video or emergency podcast of the result of the trade deadline day on monday so i would expect to see some trade some maybe a trade or two on sunday but i expect some sort of chaos to uh, ensue on monday and i'll keep my eyes peeled on along with the blues game tomorrow uh to see if there's any players that the blues sit out uh if there's any players that the Blue Jackets sit out uh, or if there's any rumblings on tw- on hockey Twitter on who's being uh, set out. I know Claude Drew is now being sat and for dealing purposes. I know Ben when Ben Chirot, uh, as I just mentioned, he got dealt to the Panthers. Uh, he was sat not that long and he's now a Panther now. So expect some fast moving things. Uh, say the least, but but yeah, um, but speaking of the blues though, as I'm wearing a uh, Arizona coyotes jersey, um, there's no I mean I, there's not there's nothing really there other than the fact that if there was any chance in hell, the blues were gonna go for a Jacob chicken. I'm gonna go on a limb and say that that's off the table now because he's currently injured. Um, although, at the same time, if you're able to part with whatever you were going to dish to the coyotes in exchange for chicken, and you can still somewhat win and you're, and you're fine with trying to win key games without chicken and without whoever you traded away until chicken's healthy, if you're willing to run that risk, then you know chicken might be your deal. Also, because he's still counter-controlled for a little bit. Um, Ben Schrott off the table. So what else you got? Um, you don't really need a forward, so I would say Claude Drew on the fact Claude Drew is way too expensive for the Blues. So that's off the table. Um, which even though his name hasn't really been tied to trades, but i Keep saying now, Mark Giordano. I know Mark Giordano has been floating around. Apparently, that's off the table too. But speaking of the Seattle Kraken, though, there's a guy that shares the same nickname as one aforementioned Pat Maroon, and that's the big rig. Who's the other big rig? Well, imagine as I already have an episode of me imagining this, but let's let's re let's re uh let's beat the dead horse here. Are, are you envisioning are you closing your eyes here envision unless you're driving don't 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 close your eyes you'll die don't 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 do that um. Jamie Alexiak That's the answer he is the answer. He's young still he's 29 still got some uh contract so after this season he elite he's gonna be Here at least for one more season. He's the heavy guy you want. He's everything. He's honestly everything that we keep bitching about with Colton Pareco. We want Colton Pareco to. Now, Colton Pareco gets in the rush, right? And Colton Pareco can only do so much. But at the same time, Colton Pareco still does not get physical when he should be, especially how big of a guy he is. He should be freaking bodying fools left and right, but he doesn't. And I would imagine that the blues would have at least either found themselves in a better, somewhat of a better situation to win yesterday, if he bodied people. Because there's a lot of times I was like five feet from him. He could have body people. But no, he didn't. Well, he's not hard enough. Not hard enough. But you know who would? Jamie Alexiak. Jamie Alexiak would do that. Jamie Alexiak would freaking body the living fuck out of people. And it'd be great. It'd be awesome. And it'd be worth the price of admission. And even seeing him when he was part of the stars, even during when I went to Dallas in game six of the second round in 2019. Freaking Body and fools, body and fools. That's all I gotta say. Body and fools. That's all I gotta do. It's the answer. To, it's it's the answer to life. Honestly, it's just body fools. Um. But yeah, and he he scores goals, assists. He's got he's in the plus. He he's got I think like a plus. What is this? plus minus rating i know his plus minus rating is fairly good um all right so jamie alexiak right now on the season 52 games played he has one goal uh 13 assists 14 points because that's how math works uh and he's a plus three now yeah i understand his career minus 11 but i also got to keep into consideration the other teams that he's played with um being dallas and pittsburgh and a good chunk of those dallas stars uh years he had a lot of minuses uh, mainly because you know you're still coming up didn't really play a lot and those teams weren't really that good honestly um the two years he was in pittsburgh um he was pretty well it's pretty well suited um but, yeah, um, he's a plus three right now. So, we'll see how it shakes out for him. But I would like to see Jamie Alexiak as a blue. Now, I would just like them to fix their defense. Now, as for the Golden Knights, on the other hand, there's a whole mess of things that's wrong. Freaking Mark Stone's out. They've got freaking defense injured. they got freaking forwards injured. They ju- They now have freaking Robert Leonard out. Yeah, have Robin Leonard out, and they're ha- going to have to rely on freaking um, Lauren Persua to be the starting backup, uh, the starting goalie for the Vegas Golden Knights now. That is, that is. Now, I'm not discrediting Persua, but I'm just saying. That is very concerning, to say the least. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it'd be great to see if they could make what is the rumor that they may be trying to get a reunion done with Marc-Andre Fleury. Now, that would be great. Wishful thinking, especially if it means that I don't have to see him where that, that friggin' uh, Blackhawks get up anymore. Um, regardless of that, it'd be great to see him Move on from the Blackhawks, as well as come back to the Vegas Golden Knights. Please and thank you. Um, yeah, honestly, at this point, like Vegas Golden Knights, kind of just I don't, It's not even acquisitionable. To it, acquisition is not what's going to fix the team. It's going to getting be getting healthy, other than goaling, other than the goaltending thing. Um, yeah, just getting healthy honestly is going to be the only way to really help the team. Because at this point, they've traded a lot of assets away, along with you know, for example, acquiring Jack Eichel, acquiring uh, most of the other players. Like majority, like the misfits as they were deemed when they came into the league. There's not even like roughly even a handful left and it is kind of sad to see but i understand you know business is business but um the, yeah the vegas golden nets kind of have something quite you know interesting uh looking towards them and the way that's shaking out for them. I mean, although i will say it's kind of fitting in the sense that I am a fan of a blue, of a team that has 50 years of experience in this department. And the other team that I get on right before, you know, they even have a fan base before they even have a name or anything like that, it's going to end up seemingly fall into the same trap of this, you know, heartbreak. Yeah, about it. Um, and also kind of ironic that I follow yet another team that does the exact same thing to their fan base, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and the reason why I also mention that in that order is because if you're watching the video version, I have the blues flag, I have the Vegas Golden Knights flag, and then I have the uh, Kansas City Chiefs flag up on the walls, right by to each other. Um, but it's funny. I didn't even, it's not even intentional for me to put all of those up there like that but also the fact that they do the exact same shit to their fan bases all the time um but two to three actually won a uh championship all within two of them won within six months of each other so uh maybe it's Vegas Golden Knights this time to shine um and then who knows you never know maybe the Raiders will win the Super Bowl Okay. Um, but we're not talking about football here. We're talking about hot we're talking about hockey though. But, but yeah, the Vegas Golden Knights just need to get healthy and maybe get a goalie. Now, I'm not even say not even gonna say that they need to get Mark Audrey Fleury, maybe someone else. Now, before I go, um Frank Sara Valley a couple days ago, I think it was actually yesterday or the day before yesterday. Um Saw it on Twitter that apparently he reported that there's rumor mill swirling that Jordan Bennington, our Lord and Savior, Jordan Bennington, may be on the move. Now, is obviously con- his contract kind of a problem for the Blues? Uh, and it's also kind of a problem for anyone that would want to acquire him. I understand that six something million dollars that's a lot of money. For a goaltender that hasn't really amounted to that money. Uh, and the time he did, he wasn't getting paid it. So, but, you know, um, maybe a change of scenery would do well for Jordan Bennington. But at the same time, I actually still kind of find that of a lot, you know, call alert me surprised that they'd even consider moving him. But at the same time, at this point, I'm thankful that they're looking at moving Benny and not Huso because Huso is the money. Huso is the freaking Bennington of 2019. Oh, he's the Bennington of this year. He's the Bennington of this year. Um, no doubt in my mind. Yeah, Huso is definitely the, the Bennington of this year. But at the same time, if they move Benny, I would hope that whoever re- replaces Benny as the backup, you know, gives Billy Huso some competition because we saw this with Brian Elliott and Jake Allen. Freaking Brian Elliott was the guy, and then Jake Allen was starting to get really hot, and then they did split starts, and then freaking uh, Elliott fucked off to Calgary. And then Jake Allen took the reins and then he fell off of it. And then Jordan Bennington was the freaking good thing. And then they shipped Allen off and then now Bennington's freaking falling off. And then Billy Huso, and it's the cycle and over and over and over again. So I would hope that whoever is back, the backstop for Billy Huso in back in the backup uh, position is that, you know, competition, you know, keep him on his edge because second he falls off then he gets traded and then his replacement replaces him and then his replacement replaces him and then his replacement replaces him and it's a freaking endless cycle you know freaking goalie carousel it's it's absolutely wild but but yeah um safe to say mondays is going to be a wild time and we're going to have to buckle in buckaroos because it's going to get wild but um but yeah i'm gonna go ahead and end it here um but with that said um before i go though just just to keep you in the loop once again if you have if you didn't watch the last episode of the blade hockey podcast or you didn't watch the uh new episode of the uh easy blue show today when i did the game of the night review for the pittsburgh penguins and the vegas uh and the st louis blues Um, recapping that the state of the, uh, podcast and state of the, uh, just the channel as a whole. Um, so today is a Friday, you know, doing the weekend. So every week we do the episodes, right? So we have one, two, three, four, Five six weeks left of the season which means we have six more episodes after today, this one six more episodes before we in the bleed hockey podcast go on an infinite, uh, indefinite hiatus um, if you want the freaking the long if you want the explanation as to why I'm doing it it'll be in the previous episode to this one is where that is uh, at. Now, as for the uh, YouTube channel, the Easy Hockey Reviews uh, YouTube channel, that will do its own indefinite hiatus until uh, at, starting at the conclusion of the uh, Stanley Cup final, uh, whenever that is. So once that's done, that's when the hiatus will start after that uh, review of that final game, because um, I'm sure I'm going to do one so regardless of who's in it regardless of who's in it uh i'll still probably end up doing a review and be like oh well you know this not not in this um hopefully the blues or the Vegas golden nights uh particular m- most preferably the blues uh are in that scenario uh, good or bad uh, preferably good but i digress but Uh, But yeah, that's happening at the end of the playoffs for the Easy Active Reviews YouTube channel. But until then, though, um, we're still here and we'll catch you all next one, though. Thank you very much.